Hey, Curtis. Hey, Oz. <laughs> what movie do we have for us this week? This week, I got a four-parter for you, buddy. Oh. A four-parter. We got Red Sonja, crossed with <laughs> Masters of the Universe. Oh, Masters of the Universe. With a pinch of Gladiator. And a whole lot of snakes on a plane. <laughs> this week, we're watching the original Conan the Barbarian. It did surprise <laughs> me that Gladiator popped in. I yeah. had a feeling when I was watching, like, oh, there's some... There's some yeah. gladiator-esque stuff going on here. <laughs> you could have gone, you know, you also could have gone like Thor Ragnarok, you know. Could have, yes. Yeah, could have. But yeah, just the the muscle-bound Hulk yep. fighting and fighting and fighting. But yeah, mm-hmm. the gladiator definitely fits a lot better. But no, the, uh, the, the other three I didn't see, so <laughs> nice job, nice job. Welcome back to another week of Let's Talk About Flicks, the podcast where we take a monthly theme, a new one this week. Oh, yeah. And we, uh, and we bring movies to satisfy the theme. I'm one of your hosts, Oz. I'm the other host, Curtis. And this week, we are kicking off not only season two, uh, episode 53 here. So Bigger kick- budget. Bigger effects. <laughs> Movie stars. <laughs> Filming on location of our own homes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we're also kicking off a new theme as we're into November. We are kicking off. 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Oh, what a great Uh, theme, Oz. No, it is. It's a fun one for sure. Uh, And I could definitely understand how certain people in general are like, nah, I'm not into that. But, well, that's okay. But Mm -hmm. we are. So we're watching. Uh, And and so that's where we're kicking off this month. A new theme, new season, and uh, a new movie to talk about. But before we get to that, we do want to give a shout out to our Patreon subscribers, Don S. and Melissa L. Thank Thank you. you again for your monthly patronage. Uh, Conan the Barbarian, 80, what? 80, 82, 82, 1982, 1982, yep, uh, 40 years old as the time of this recording, yeah, 40, yeah, I can't wait to be 40, I know, I mean, I got another eight years, but, yeah, uh, I'm at 12, I got 12 years, yeah, 12 years, (laughs) 28 year old me, (laughs) When I grow up, I'll be 40. When, when I grow up. <laughs> so, uh, but no, before we get to uh, the plot, I think we should probably hit up the characters. We so. should get those characters, and I got the plot this week, guys. Yep, so I got what? I got six. Just six. That's plenty. We, ha- we have the titular Conan the Barbarian, played by yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, in one of his early roles. Really, yes. you could argue this was his... Uh, launching point, yes. really. I'd say the, uh, the major Hollywood debut. Yeah, his career launching point. He'd been in some things prior to this. Hercules in New York, Pumping Iron. Pumping like, Iron. Like, he he is a bodybuilder, was a well-known commodity, mm-hmm. but this was his first, let's put that bodybuilder on screen and see what happens. And, let's uh, give him a big two-handed sword and let him yeah. swing that around. <laughs> what is that sword, like 40 pounds? I mean, it, it, I read the trivia, it was heavy. It, it looked heavy. But... It's Arnold, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so, we, yeah, Conan the Barbarian, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. We have the main villain, uh, Darth Vader himself, James Earl Jones, playing Thulsa Doom. Yeah, he is. Um, what a cool name. Uh, it is Doom. a cool name. It's, it's, very like, uh, it's very like Indiana Jones-esque as well. Like, I but I do. I love that name, Thulsa Doom. Victor Von Doom's uh, second cousin, <laughs> twice <laughs> removed. Thulsa. Thulsa. Thulsa and Victor. Right. And Victor Von. 
Yeah. <laughs> Tholsa's wife, Sandra, uh, they, they host nice charcuterie Sundays in their, mm, yep. at, at their, at their nice village bungalow. Um, we've got, uh, Max von Sido playing King Osric. Uh, <laughs> and, and he, oh, he plays that character. Uh, yes, he does. He's uh, he, from the Anthony Hopkins school of, of scene <laughs> okay. chewing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Tony H school of acting. <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's there and he's there. Uh, he, he's mainly a, a, a plot driving Basically, character, yeah. but he's, I mean, he's been around a long time. He's worth and, a uh, mention. Well, and Arnold, I mean, really, I think it's fair to mention Arnold, uh, in the same vein as in, in this movie for sure. Um, as, uh, why <laughs> Thulsa doom. I just said who played him. James Earl Jones. Thank you, because I kept wanting to say Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> right. It's Thulsa Doom. Yeah. <laughs> Just Tommy Lee as Thulsa Doom. <laughs> now, now I'm thinking of James Earl Jones as, Tom, as Tommy Lee Jones' character, The Fugitive. Exactly. I didn't exactly. kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> Simba. <laughs> Dr. Richard Kimball, come out. (laughs) So, yeah, James Earl Jones and Max von Sydow, I guess, uh, were offering up all kinds of acting advice to Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mm -hmm. which I think he he actually, I'll give him credit for, he he ran with throughout the rest of this decade. because Yeah, he gave with the old try, Schwarzenegger. His his performances definitely improved over the course of the decade. So, um, we also have our Conan's three... His posse, sure. Uh, his Valeria, Subatai, and the yeah. Wizard, um, <laughs> and uh, and so that's really it for the six. We and then we've got a bunch of whoever's and yeah. Thulsa Doom's got his goons, and we've yeah. got King Osric's daughter. There's but, a princess, but yeah, yeah, it's like whatever. Uh, but those, that's it for that's our six. That's our six. <laughs> and with between those six, there's maybe enough material for like two shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the plot let's here. Let's do Oz. it. We opened with a quote from Friedrich Nietzsche, which really gives you an idea of kind of of kind of where this movie's going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that which does not kill us makes us stronger. Oh, yeah, what, what I think, sword and uh-huh. sorcery epics of of long, long ago. I uh-huh. think Friedrich Nietzsche. <laughs> Friedrich Nietzsche <laughs> really gives you an idea about kind of the creative team. We're gonna we're gonna circle back to some of those themes yeah. in a little bit here, but uh, that which does not kill us makes us stronger. Mm. Yep. No, nothing dark or ominous there, Oz. No way. No nothing way. that could be misconstrued by by those who, let's see, uh, try to fight against what they perceive as yeah. you know democracy functioning. Yeah, hmm. yeah those yeah. easily influenced yes. by by strong worded advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a Dino De Laurentiis film, Oz. I I I I do I do love the '80s era where mm-hmm. Dino De Laurentiis shows up as a producer, and you're like, yeah. you just know you're in for bonkers fun. Yeah, yeah, um, it's gonna be fun if Dino's yeah. involved. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and this one doesn't just doesn't uh, suffer from yeah. that. It's 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 goofy, and well, not goofy, just fun. Yeah. Uh, John Milius is the director of this mm-hmm. flick, Oz. He, he, uh, I think he wrote the final draft of the screenplay. He also was a writer for Apocalypse Now, Dirty Harry, so kind of did, that. Did he, did he direct Red Dawn? I think he did. So, like, he, John Milius, uh, you know, as, as kind of that, like, 
fight, you know, the, like the one man or like the small mm-hmm. gang against the world sort of mentality, right. you know, yeah. like often from a militaristic perspective. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Millius also was president of the NRA at one point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. So there's also that. <laughs> As was Chuck Heston. Apparently he and Chuck Heston were pals. It doesn't surprise me. No. That's okay. <laughs> My because, cold dead hand. Because apparently if you want to lead anything, you just grab an actor. Yeah. Or someone that works in the motion picture industry. As again, we've got, you know, former governor Arnold Schwarzenegger starring yep. in this movie. <laughs> so it's funny how that uh how that, that fame and, and, and whatnot can turn into political fortune sometimes. Yeah. The uh the actress that played Valeria, I believe, was a shift manager at a Perkins. So she also was a leader. <laughs> Somebody's gotta keep that place running. <laughs> right, right. I like Perkins. I don't know about you, Oz. I like Perkins. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, a little bakery in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's no Baker Square, but it's yeah, you are you are correct in that. It's no Baker Square. Baker Square is up there on my list of like chain sit down restaurants. Mm-hmm. I I miss the Baker Square. It's been oh twenty easily twenty years since I've sat down at a Baker Square. Oh. Love, love me a good Baker Square there, Oz. Mm-hmm. I, I Unfortunately, there's no Baker Square in Conan the Barbarian. I, no, I, but there I is Friedrich it, Nietzsche. <laughs> I think it really would have lightened the mood, you know. There may there may have been a Baker Square, just not on the path Conan was on. Yes. If everybody had a pie shop special, you know, a salad, a soup, and a half a slice of pie, everybody would have been happier in this movie. <laughs> to be fair, we did not see the entire city layout of that town that he and Sobatai went into so True. He, there may have been a baker <laughs> there, there was one tucked in the corner there yeah conan seems more of a back alley kind of guy than a. <laughs> he's not hanging around the square so uh the, the there's a narrator of this movie oz because there's so much dialogue we need a narrator <laughs> right, to right, tell right. us what's going on here the narrator ends up being the wizard who we, yeah. we actually meet about halfway through the movie but the wizard is narrating the tale he calls himself the chronicler yeah he also continues narrating while he's acting but in two separated roles. So, yeah. He's just whispering from off yeah. screen. <laughs> you may think he's a ventriloquist, but no, he's on screen and his voice mm-hmm. is narrating at the same time. So we get the title credits of a sword being forged. There's some great music in this movie. It really guys. is. Yeah. And I get I get to that later as well. Yes. Uh, Conan's father and mother are there. They, they plunge the sword into the snow to cool it. Conan's father tells tells uh, his son of Krom, the god of the earth, and tells Conan the secret of steel. This yeah. mo- this movie really it's they they quite literally worship weapons in this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing again, n- nothing odd or or, or disturbing no. about that. Now, and I'll I'll give Dad credit. Dad comes off as very he's very articulate. He seems mm-hmm. very yeah. knowledgeable or whatever. Uh, Conan, not so much. Like even the boy playing Conan just kind of has this just derpy look (laughs) i don't know how much is really soaking in his dad's like listen conan i'm gonna tell you how life works and he's just blinking it's like that meme where the guy or like the anime characters like reaching for a butterfly just like just easily distracted like conan's just sitting there like and you you're like you know the lights aren't on (laughs) hey dad i don't think i'm gonna do hamster style anymore (laughs) okay son Yeah, that's that's pretty much sums it up. Is is, is Conan's just he's uh, yeah he's he's not necessarily mentally all there. Yeah, he's president body, but, yeah. but not in mind. Right. Uh, Conan's dad again gives him some great advice here. 
There's no one in this world you could trust. But then he points to the sword. This you could trust. <laughs> Always trust your weapons, son. Yep, yep. Don't trust other people. Don't trust anybody else. No. Just trust your weapon. Just trust this 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 yeah. sword. <laughs> I'm okay. waiting for Dad to like wink at the camera as he's saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a lot of fourth wall breaks in the in the making of this movie, but he edited them all out. As he cocks the sword. <laughs> 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 Why is that sword got a hammer lock? <laughs> this ad paid for by <laughs> Just make sure the safety's off, son. <laughs> this ad paid for by by the Ted Cruz Super Pack. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So young Conan watches the woods as horseback riders descend on this peaceful village. Oh, it's the Milius does an excellent job with his wide angle shots. One yeah. of them where Conan he sees like that a scout i'll call him a scout yeah and the scout like jumps up on top of this boulder and he's like backlit by the sun mm-hmm. and then like thulsa dooms like all his like horse yeah like his cavalry like 30 goons just yeah, come by, just, yeah. oh and and the the scout's just standing there like oh it's just i don't know it's just imagery like that it's just yeah. so cool i get millions again we can argue philosophy and i think oh, we, yeah. we probably will continue to kind of see yeah. some of that in there but he's a great visual storyteller like Absolutely. you, you can't take that away from the guy. He's a great visual storyteller. Um, so they basically slaughter everybody in the village. Conan's yep. father does take some guys out. Like he, yeah, he takes out several of them. Eventually, he gets an axe to the back, and yeah. he's and he's finished off by a pack of uh, like kind of like hunting warrior dogs. Oof, they're basically they're basically just torching the place to torch it. Like yeah, they they weren't coming to necessarily like rape and pillage. They're coming mainly for like the like the children. Mm-hmm. Yep, they, they need people to, to push the big wheel. Um, yeah. Doom comes up and just beheads Conan's mother as as she's literally holding hands with her son. So, that's... Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. The unblinking false of Doom. He's yes. just like, she's sword drawn, ready to fight, and he just mm-hmm. stares at her until she lowers her blade, like... And then he does the old fake out, like he turns his back to yeah. her, and then, and then <laughs> swings the sword around, like, gotcha! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two, two for flinching, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Conan doesn't break eye contact. Nope. You know, she's beheaded. Her head falls at his feet. She, you know, falls away from him. Hand separates, and then he just has the look of like, um, like the lazy older brother of the kid, like the feral child from yeah. World Warrior. <laughs> Just you know, like if there are video games, that's what he's spending his time doing. Uh, but yeah, she falls and he just stares, and then they leave. Like yeah. they shackle him up, and yeah, they take all the kids. Uh, they bring Conan to uh, the Wheel of Pain, so he's basically yeah. just pushing him like a wheel. You so stupid. <laughs> Red uh, snapper. We'll, we'll give the wheel one final spin. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so yeah, and then, and then we get the, we get the morph shot from him being like ten year old, like yeah. tiny Conan to you know like I don't know early twenty something yeah. Herculean. Like, yeah. He goes from like lowercase Conan to <laughs> yeah to I mean, like midway where they don't even show the kid's face; they just show his thighs getting a little bigger. Yeah, and then they cut. And then they cut to Schwarzenegger. I mean, I mean that that wheel. You must have been working every muscle group there, Oz. <laughs> every one of them. Every one. And and the the, ener- the energy that he was putting out didn't like 
he was using so much energy pushing that wheel and growing his muscles that his hair stopped growing uh, because <laughs> unless because I don't see them like stopping to giving him a haircut. He hadn't had a haircut in like twenty some years, mm. but still the same length. Yeah, <laughs> today's leg day on the wheel. <laughs> always leg day That's on the wheel. Always leg day. Yeah. <laughs> so so that happens, and then uh, Conan apparently has an owner, and they throw him into a gladiatorial pit. And what, what do you what do you think the purpose of the wheel was? The the purpose of the wheel? Yeah. I don't know. Like it had to do something. Like yeah. it, like it. I don't know. Like I don't know. Maybe it was grinding grain or something. Yeah, because like it know. just it was just kind of this desolate area of nowhere. Like it's not like they're you know pumping oil or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> We've struck oil, Tel Tulsa, Texas tea. <laughs> I don't know. It's there had to be something happening off camera. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, it's outside of just punishment. Maybe they're making like cotton candy or something. Yeah, like it spins maybe. the little thing in the cotton candy machine. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah, that reminds, there's a Simpsons moment where uh, Homer is being punished for something, and and he's like been he's beneath the power plant in some like dungeon, and uh-huh. there's like and, and there's a guy whipping him, and it's it's the same thing. It's a little wheel. He's just turning around, uh-huh. and then the camera pulls up, and the thing that he's actually turning is just a little donut tray. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just a little like like tiered donut yeah, display, yeah. And, and Lenny and Carl are like, oh, I wonder what makes it spin. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, Homer. Yeah. So may, maybe it was a pastry tray. That he was That's doing. probably it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's got to be it. Yeah. Some, or something down below that they were. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just I didn't know what the point of other than just punishment. Yeah, it's just just turn it just for the sake of turning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's he's a he's a gladiator now. Uh, so. Uh, yep. Yeah, we we get some of the chronicler. He didn't care anymore. Life and death were the same. He uh he began to gain his sense of worth. He mattered. Um, some cool fight scenes. Like there's one scene yeah. where, he, where he's in the pit. And he's got these giant like arm gauntlets. Yeah, on they yeah. Had, like like a spike on the elbow, like and on the fist. Right. Yeah, it's just kind of crazy because you know here's here's Conan who in his first fight is like fighting a man who's all armored and his teeth are like pointed mm-hmm. and like he defeats him on his own so conan clearly is like the champ and then they proceed to make him even more formidable of an opponent yeah. like he won basically barehanded and now we're like well let's give him she let's give him a shield and let's give him like weapons on his mm-hmm. elbow it's like he was winning without all that so it's yeah like, why would anybody want to fa- fight him like he's <laughs> you're making him more invincible yeah I, I do love though during the first of the fights I forgot about this during the first of the fights he's he's kind of getting used to it and he's getting beat up by one of the guys uh-huh. and he gets some of the classic Arnold in pain sounds like ouch come on stop it <laughs> it hurts heal me my toe <laughs> <laughs> that was my instep <laughs> he's biting me I needed to limber up properly <laughs> but he's a winner he, he is he's, he's a winner um, he's also a winner Oz with the ladies because uh, <laughs> yeah as as they're forced into yes, his cage with him yes so. as, as, as he there he's presented with a naked woman and the gentleman that he is he puts a cloak around here then yeah. take basically takes her Which, to to a bed. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And not... she's. I mean, and she's like flinching the whole time. Like 
he goes up with the cloak and she's like cowering. Like, yeah. Like she's afraid he's just going to rip her in half. But no, he's a, he's a gentle lover, Conan. As are the 20 people at, at the gate watching. Yes, yes. They're all, you know, they all put their quarters in the peep show slot there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> They're no, there for a good reason. Nothing wrong with this sequence, Oz. No, no women women didn't matter then. Why no. should they matter now? Mm-hmm. Uh, but always, there remain the discipline of steel. That's as, right. as the chronicler says, as he trains with his sword. Uh, Conan is asked at one point, Oz, and again, not, absolutely nothing wrong. It's, see if you can find any fault with this statement. Okay, okay. What is best in life, Conan? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of the women. It's his first, first lines of the movie. Yep. Like Conan has not spoken <laughs> other, a word Other yet. than... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which I don't know if those are scripted, but it's his first scripted lines of the movie. It was, Conan a, it was, ad- it was ad-libbing. Yeah. Conan hasn't said a word in the 20-some years that we've seen him on screen, mm. but of course it's like 20-some minutes. And uh, first ones are... In, in perfect Aus- Austrian English. <laughs> <laughs> to be the best, to crush my enemies. <laughs> Actually, I have a sticker on my, my uh, the back of my car, a bumper sticker, uh, mm-hmm. to he- just hear the lamentation of the women. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually uh, our high school's motto. It, it, like, hear yeah. the lamentation. Yep. <laughs> As the football team takes the field. Uh-huh. <laughs> One, two, three. Lamentation of the women. <laughs> it's on our PA. In our PA system. <laughs> Good morning, kids. Let's hear the lamentation yeah. of the women. Now stand for right, the pledge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before every game, we play a little bit of ACDC and then follow it up with just this this piece of audio from Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> Crush your enemies. And today for lunch, Sloppy Joe. <laughs> well, and it's ironic because we um, we encourage our football players. We lot, like we make a tunnel of cheerleaders, but then we encourage the football players to just run over the cheerleaders. Yes. So, yeah. Not through them, but no, through over them. Because, you know, that's, <laughs> right. how else are you going to hear the lamentations of the yeah. women? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, for no reason, Conan's owner, master, whatever frees him. I, yeah. I, he just does like plot plot development. Yeah. <laughs> so so he, he's, I, yeah, he's a free again, man. Like uh, you said, no reason at all. He's, he's I've just, made I've made my money. I'm going to retire to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> you know, buy a Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage of the no the no state income tax and uh, and really just live my best life. Thanks, mm-hmm. Conan. There <laughs> 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 <All> you <right. laughs> So Conan's, uh, he hides in some tall rocks from some dogs that are chasing him, and he stumbles into a cave. He finds kind of an ancient temple he, in like, there. like, literally stumbles backwards, mm-hmm. falls backwards into this cave. I think it's important to note here, and, I, and I, I'm sure it'll come up at some point, but might as well now. Um, they Conan did, like, all of, or Schwarzenegger did all of his own stunts in this movie because they couldn't find anybody big enough. Yeah, they to couldn't replicate. find a, a double. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't. So he, when you see him falling backwards... On this rocky cave, he's literally, that's that's Schwarzenegger doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they did the same thing for the actress who played Valeria. They yeah. couldn't find a suitable double. So, there it is. There she yeah. is. There. I mean, with the stunts you see, that's them. So, there's like um, like some kind of, of royal regal figure and, and a throne there with a sword. And he takes the sword and kind of shakes the rust off of it. And it's yeah. glimmering in the sun that isn't in the cave. And you Nope, know. nope. <laughs> it was at night, but it's okay. He takes the sword, Oz, and and as he takes the sword, he lets out a crumb. Crumb. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> which which is one of those words that you and I just share. Like, oh, like, yeah. like whenever one of us accomplishes something and we don't have anything else to say, Crom! Crom! <laughs> Actually, Crom's first name was Harry, and John Candy played him. In who is? A, in, yes. In a biography, who yeah. is Harry Crom? Who, who is Harry Crom? <laughs> 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 little little did you think that it was John Candy as the physical yeah. embodiment of, yes. of Harry Crom. Yeah. They actually that skeleton that was in that cave was actually modeled after John Candy. It was John Candy's skeleton. John recreated via X-ray. Yeah. <laughs> All these years Schwarzenegger's been putting himself to the test to look like his body when in fact he should have looked like John yeah. Candy. <laughs> Lesson learned, kids. Yeah. Uh Conan travels on foot, comes across the hut of a very beautiful woman. Uh, the woman in a deep, deep husky voice. There's warmth and fire. Do you wish to warm yourself by my fire? Right. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. That's, that's one way. That's one way to ask someone. To, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you pay extra for her nine for her nine hundred hot. Yeah, nine. <laughs> she's she's good with the words. Yeah, if I had a nickel for every time a, a woman asked me that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually Jim Morrison. That's who it was. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. Come on, light my fire. Or exactly. It's actually how uh, Patreon subscriber Melissa L and I met. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> in outside in her hut, yeah, she, she was in her hut. And she asked if if I if if I wanted to warm myself yeah. by her fire. That I was yeah. like, "Well, are you a Patreon subscriber?" Because <laughs> I just don't offer my services <laughs> yeah. to those who yeah, are. Because if you got six dollars a month, I got a deal for you. <laughs> And the rest of the story is it was just a magical yeah. tale of being there a pa- Patreon subscriber. Right. Tales <laughs> oldest time. <laughs> and, and just like just like Patreon subscriber Melissa L, this woman turns out to be a witch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So just that, kidding, Patreon subscriber Melissa L. So, so, <laughs> so Conan and and this witch end up uh, fornicating. We'll just yeah. say, yeah, just, Conan does. Just, just, just it's a woman. What do you expect yeah, Conan to do with a woman? It's, it's that's all he knows. And, and so, she did invite him in, though. So. Yes. Yeah, so I, I guess it. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a mutual fornication in this yeah. case. So yeah. they they're having a good time, and uh, she turns into a demon mid romp. Yeah, mid romp. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, she like uh like and you know it's she's a demon or a witch or whatever cuz cuz the light turned blue on her face. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's a quintessential 80s blue light on your face means yeah. that you're something horrific. I mean, had she turned any other color, it would have been fine, right. you know, you just Oh yeah, yeah, it would have been expected, but purple, not blue. orange, red, blue. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's demon color. <laughs> for for another reference, just watch the end scene of The Howling, like Ah, person turns, yes. who, like werewolves out and it's all blue like moonlight in their face so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so he just literally throws her off of him of him yeah. into a fire uh technically over the fire yeah <laughs> i mean you saw she you saw she clearly landed on the backside of this fire yes yes but uh, whatever movies <laughs> she, she basically turned into like a like a mario fireball and then just kind of yeah. flew away <laughs> exactly. while cackling right yeah Exactly. She, <laughs> she, she turned landed, into electricity somehow. And... She she landed on the flower from Mario Brothers. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. And, 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 and as, she, as she's cackling and bounding away, we get another crom. Crom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so far we've established that uh, Conan is, is just barely not Groot. 
Yeah. <laughs> I am <Just> barely. <laughs> the only thing I could do is say what my what my goals in life are and then to just yell crom. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of subtext there. Yeah. Uh next he we come across Subutai Oz, yeah. uh who's kind of becomes like Conan's buddy, like his, his, yeah. his sidekick in this uh it's he asks he asks for food to protect himself from the woods. Uh, he's a thief and an archer, so they become mm-hmm. they become buddies and they kind of have right. some some uh, some playful dialogue. Yeah, as they go running through the countryside to some just wistful like larpy music. Yeah, they have they have a good run and they run for a while. Oz. They do, they do. They haven't they haven't developed paths and, and roads between their cities yet. <laughs> They come across the town. They're told about the Tower of the Serpent in a jewel called the Eye of the Serpent. So they decide they're going to bust into this tower, Oz. Yeah. And as they're about to do so, they come across uh, another person, another thief, about to yep. break in. And we meet Valeria. So we meet uh, Conan's two uh, two main sort of sidekicks and team members here yeah. within a few minutes of each other. She's a woman, so you can only imagine where this is headed. Mm-hmm. Although, as opposed to the other women that Conan has met, he actually actually treats her with some some respect here. He does. Yeah, he does. And I well, th- I think... and it's because I think he sees a lot of equal in her. Like this is the first woman he's come across that isn't just a woman. Like she's a warrior. So he, I think he can connect with her there because they could talk about like who they've killed mm-hmm. and what sword what sword caliber they like best. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely was it he, he swiped down her yeah which red state they should move to <laughs> <laughs> how, how to make how to make bacon wrapped around the barrel That's of your right. ak-47 right. exactly exactly mm-hmm. how to come um, off victimized so. <laughs> there you go <laughs> so they climb up the tower Valerius, uh, I think she, i think conan is kind of impressed with her because she's she's oh, yeah. very kind of cavalier do you want to live forever oh yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they descend into the tower from the top, and they come across the high priest. It ends up being I think Rexor is the guy's name. Yeah, second yeah. in command to Doom. He said that Doom yeah. is, Doom is supposed to be over a thousand years old. So uh, this guy's played by a former NFL player, something or other. Yes, <laughs> something or other from the yeah. from, from the who's it what's it team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a footballer. <laughs> Uh, so um, Val- Valeria steals some garb of one of the, I'm guessing, virgins. Yeah, to, to kind of a in. cool little sequence where mm-hmm. you see her in the background, and then they cut to what Conan and Sobatai are doing, and cut mm-hmm. back, and she's just now in that garb. I, I've always thought that was just kind of yeah. funny, like yeah. just you know, because normally the movies will show you know you you wrap your hand around their mouth and you back them off into the shadows, but no, it's just nope, she's just there. No, I mean, well, you know what's going to happen anyway. So, I, oh yeah, so why show it? Uh, so while she's kind of trying to get a little bit of intel here, uh, Subutai and uh, Conan, they end up stealing the Eye of the Serpent over some gigantic snake that's kind of wrapped yes. around it. Conan's sweat lands on it, waking it up. Uh, and Conan sees the snake symbol, which was this Tulsa Doom symbol. So that's kind of what he's he's been poking around for for years. The, yeah. two, the, two snakes, the two snakes from the same body facing each other. So Conan... It's, like, it's yeah early version of cat dog. Basically, yeah, <laughs> that's, where, that's where Cat Dog got its idea. Yeah, that's where. Yeah, John Milius was a big inspiration to Cat Dog. <laughs> so this gigantic snake attacks Conan. He stabs it up from the from the bottom, like up from <laughs> his jaw. 
I love this scene. I, yeah. I left it off my three, two, ones just because I had others, but this yeah. was one that was or my early three, two, ones. Just the snake yeah. fight scene. Super type pelts it with several arrows and then, and then tosses Conan his sword. And he just lops its head off. Oh yeah. Did you read in the trivia that John Millie that like those arrows were actually shot over Schwarzenegger's head? No, I like, didn't see that. Although yeah, it, that, although I was wondering because it looked really realistic. Yeah, it was really realistic. Uh, John Milius was the one that was shooting the arrows only because of course he a, was. In, oh no, only because he he was deemed the best archer on set and like just this some like ragtag competition. Like it wasn't like they brought in a professional archer. It was just who could shoot an arrow best? Okay, you're gonna shoot it over Arnold's head. <laughs> so <laughs> early eighties filmmaking at its finest. Yep. Let's just just get the old bow and arrow out. Right. It's like nobody knew who he was yet anyway. If we kill Schwarzenegger on this film, it's not like, whatever. (laughs) Nobody knows who he is yet. (laughs) Nobody's seen pumping iron. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So Valeria back up top uh, witnesses a topless virgin jump into the snake pit where this headless snake is. Uh, They all escape. Valeria kind of covers their exit. We get another, do you want to live forever? She just throws herself off the top of this tower. Right. Yeah, all like Assassin's Creed style. Mm-hmm. Uh, they divide up their spoils. He gives her the Eye of the Serpent, and then Conan and Valeria make, make sweet, incredibly awkward love. No, it wasn't awkward. When you're muscle-bound like Arnold or me, <laughs> like that's just what lovemaking's mm, like. That's, that's, that's just... what it's like. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, uh, it's like if... Picture this: If you're a woman and you know, um, you know, like those NFL drills where, like, you you run like the gauntlet, like you're trying to run the football down the middle, and they're hitting you with all the pads. It's like take all the giant slabs of meat from Rocky, and then you're a woman and you're just trying to run through all of that just protein, just <laughs> slam it against you every which way, solid as a rock. That's what that's what it's like. You you really paint a vivid picture there. Yeah, and then Melius just filmed it. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and this scene went on for a while. <laughs> yes, yes. It it really and, went on and for to a be while. fair, don't fool yourself, guys. All I know, all you guys see is my face, but down below, I'm built like like more like John Candy. So <laughs> <laughs> like Harry Crumb. Harry Crumb. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it then sh- there's a little sequence of them basically enjoying their spoils, like like yeah, they're, they're enjoying themselves with all this money. Conan passes out at a bowl of porridge, uh, face first, <laughs> and they're they're captured by the men of King Osric. Yes, Max von Sydow, the aforementioned actor, actor acting. So he hams it up. My daughter has been taken by Thulsa Doom. To like the mo- squinting in one yeah. eye, like Arr! to the mountain of power. So basically, that's where that's where the heroes are gonna go. Yep. Valeria doesn't want to. Conan eventually he goes off by himself. Yeah. Uh, Conan travels. He comes across the wizard, who is the narrator, the chronicler. Conan leaves his weapons and his horse there, and uh, he goes to kind of blend in with all of these people who are on the way to the mountain of power. These 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 people who are like. Followers, devotees of Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, if they would be the ones handing out little, little red flowers at airports, <laughs> or Gideon's Bibles. <laughs> yeah, the Harry Krishna types. Yeah. So Conan beats up a priest, takes his robes to blend in. He's easily found out. Doom. I don't like, know how. Doom 
points him out because it's all these yeah. other you know like like skin it's it's like a bunch of me's and then there there's conan yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's like a bunch of kumbaya singers and then Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Krambaya, my lord. Krambaya. Sing along with me, come on. Someone's crumbing, lord. <laughs> what are you waiting for? I'm just like you. <laughs> I'm here to worship too. I cram, I be doob. I love snakes. <laughs> Oh, so they they, <laughs> so they they take him as at Rexor yeah. Thorgrim, who's the other like kind of kind of subordinate big bad there. Who who is jacked? Yeah, like, this, guy, this guy is enormous. Is jacked, and yeah. but he's he he's not like he's not like Schwarzenegger's height, so it's much more compacted. Yeah, um, and he he's like a Swedish weightlifter or whatever. Yeah. But this is like the first of like fourteen movies he's been in with Schwarzenegger because when they need somebody that can like. Be physically large. Yeah, uh, it's this guy. Like he was in, uh, he was in Running Man with him. Um, he was like the security guard that was with Richard Dawson. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah. If you need someone who the phys- physically look intimidating next to Schwarzenegger, then yeah, yeah. And this this guy, like, there's a reason why. Don't don't put a shirt on him. He's fine. <laughs> like, so they they capture him. They taunt him. Uh, Conan realizes it's doom. You know, you took my my village. You took my father's sword. Doom taunts him. Steel isn't strong. Flesh is stronger. Yeah, it's very it's very David Cronenberg esque. Yeah. So Doom orders Conan to be crucified on on the tree kinda, of woe, and he gives him a like a kind of a really different insight of of he's he tells Conan like I'm your father. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't be what you are right now if I hadn't done what I did. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I give you, you know, purpose. Yeah. Like without me, who knows where you'd be? Yeah. You're here because of me. You'd and be Conan back spinning. Kinda, you'd be back spinning yeah. the donut wheel. Yeah. And Conan just kind of <laughs> like. <laughs> so yeah, it was a little much. Little much from the process, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> they were his wheels were slowly turning. <laughs> yeah, uh, for so, sure. So they put him on the tree of woe, which is quite literally a big rotting tree in the middle of nowhere. And yeah, yeah, there's vultures circling around, vultures pecking at him. Conan bites a vulture in the neck, killing him, or Why killing not? the vulture, I should say. I was reading in the uh, in the trivia that that was an actual dead vulture. <laughs> oh, gross! That, that he bit, and immediately after they after they yelled cut, they had they had him. Like you know, like put like antiseptic in his mouth. To... Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> early '80s filmmaking at its yep. finest. <laughs> right. Nobody knows the Schwarzenegger cat. Just, just do no, it. Just shoot some arrows <laughs> over his head. Give him a dead vulture right. to bite. <laughs> just do it. It's like do this it. whole thing. This whole thing is just one giant truth or dare between John Milius and his friends. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we'll get him to do today? Huh? Eat a dead vulture. Okay. Yeah, it's like why don't you put some mustard in your uh, special K flakes? <laughs> 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 oh, there's so many I'm things sorry. I want to say. Right I, I'm now. sorry. No, you're I'm not. sorry. <laughs> well, no, I really am. Like you are now. That, ver- that version of me was an awful version. Well, that so. version of me had no backbone. So, well, that's true. You wouldn't be where you are without me. That's right. You're my purpose. <laughs> I'm your Thulsa Doom. 
Crom. All these years later, it is relate. It is finally revealed. Crom. It has also taken you twenty some years to figure it out. The cycle is complete, my there son. It is. I'll be I'll be on the tree of woe if you need me. So the, the next morning, the music picks up, and uh, Sumatai runs up to rescue him. Valeria's there, too. He's half-dead, Oz. He's he's basically like yeah. Wesley uh, in The Princess Bride. Yeah, like he, exactly. He, he's mostly dead. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> he's mostly dead. So They, they mostly him, come out at night. So they bring, him to, they bring him to Billy Crystal. Uh, the, the... <laughs> <laughs> and was, Miracle Max. Yeah, was it Carol King? Is that who was the... It was Carol Kane, yeah. yeah Carol Kane, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the, so Miracle Max, aka the Wizard, they, they, they bring him there to to, to save Conan. Uh, right. The Wizard says, "I can do it, but it's going to extract a heavy toll." Which Valeria immediately says, "She will pay. I will pay this heavy toll." Right. Nothing bad's going to happen from that, Oz. Foreshadowing. Uh, so they they're using an ink quill. They write some runes on Conan's face, and a big storm rolls in, and a spirit surround Conan. Valeria and Subutai hold him down and literally fight these spirits. But yeah. Conan is revived. Thank, thankfully, because this movie would have been over. And there would have been no Destroyer. It would just been a movie about Grace Jones. <laughs> Subutai the, the Barbarian does, just doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> oh, no. The Wizard the, wizard, the Barbarian. <laughs> Crom like the Barbarian. <laughs> right. It's like now you're just providing like ha- half the characters of Gauntlet. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Wizard is dead. <laughs> oh, where were we? So yeah, Conan awakens. Valeria says that if if she died, she she she'd come back for the pits of hell to fight by his side. Again, no foreshadowing, foreshadowing. there. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I like so, how she just automatically knows she's going to hell. Yeah, I, I'll come back for the pits of hell. We know he's, <laughs> we know he's back because we cut to him shirtless practicing with his sword. Yeah, yeah Conan believes in Krom, but I'm a good Christian woman, so I believe in hell. <laughs> <laughs> So they they decide we're gonna the three of us we're gonna infiltrate Doom's Mountain of Power using a yeah we are like a gorge like a secret entrance behind the fortress to rescue the princess and they said like like we can do this job Valeria says good thieves can do this job but not vengeful ones right and then looks directly at Conan as he's sharpening his sword he says nothing right <laughs> again well he was prepping up for his. They met the the one of the one of two. This is gonna be foreshadowing here. Uh, there will be two weeks in a row where we get a small montage of Conan wiping black grease paint on his body so, <laughs> to to camouflage himself before he goes to combat. Just a heads up, that'll probably happen again next week, so. and, and again towards the end of the month as well. Yes, as well. Yes, yes that's true. At least three. Yeah. When we cover twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jingle, jingle all the way. <laughs> That's when it happens. When we cover Junior, <laughs> decks himself out in black paint. <laughs> so the heroes apply a war paint and they stealthily, covertly enter this fortress. Um, they they walk into I don't know if it's like a kitchen or something, but like they, they're there's this <laughs> like pots and pans. It was probably a kitchen. Everything's drenched in this like cool red light. It's, 
It's like the set of Ratatouille. <laughs> Janine Garofalo was there. Very busy Parisian restaurant that yes. they happened to be walked into. It's the, it's, it's the uh, Baker Square we talked about it is. earlier. They, walk they in found a, it. They walk into Baker Square. They get a lemon meringue. Yeah, they come in through the back door, and uh, it's the kitchen area of Baker Square. They get some honey mustard chicken. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh there's this like cool sort of like chanting music and like everything mm-hmm. is drenched in this like awesome red light as they sneak around uh and then they, they get into the main chamber and they all kind of look over this ledge at the same time but as they've come upon i know this is a pg podcast yeah they come upon an orgy an orgy it is what it is it's lots of people half naked that's, sh- that's, sh- that's short for originism yeah Lying, <laughs> lying in a big pit of yep. flesh together, like a, like a bunch of snakes slithering around each other. Basically, again, very cool music. Playing. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, eight men carrying a giant, large vat of boiling green liquid. <laughs> comes sure. In with with human body parts in it. Yeah, there's just like skeleton bones floating yeah, around. There's like a Some guy's sort of there's, stew. There's, a, there's a guy's <laughs> hand in there. There's a man's <laughs> hand in the stew. It's like I'm waiting for Carl Weathers to try to make a stew out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you to save that ham bone. <laughs> make, Maybe just make 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 stew, stew out of that. <laughs> They'll make hot not ham. our first not our first <laughs> Carl's Weathers reference this month either. They'll make uh, got another arrested development. Make hot ham water. <laughs> hot ham water. <laughs> Oh, I love that show. So Subutai points out, so this is paradise. <laughs> I guess. Well, sure, that's one thing to call it, I guess. So they spot the princess literally sitting at Doob's feet. Yeah. Um, and then we get Oz. We get a really cool sequence here. Speaking of Doom, we get a couple kind of camera, uh, camera cuts with him. And then he's got like snake eyes. Yeah. And then we get the sequence where he transforms into a big snake. Yes, he does. And it's it's uh, not quite the caliber of Rick Baker in American Warhol in London, but it's still just really cool. Because it's, it's all practical, because it's yeah. the 80s. It, it was a very cool transformation sequence. So this big snake, this big snake slithers down uh, as the, the heroes sort of take their positions around. Valeria kind of crawls over and lights some curtains on fire to kind of cause a distraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Subutai takes out the big vat guy. Valeria yeah. just lops some dude's head off. Oh, I know. It's like, there's, there's no, like, they, it's so crazy because they don't hold back on the violence and gore, yeah. but at the same time, they don't really sensationalize it either. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, like, slow motion cut, other than when, when Conan's mom got her head lopped off. Yeah. There's, like, no slow motion cuts. It's just, it's just part of the fight. It's part yeah. of the battle. It's it's something I I appreciate about the fight sequences in this movie. Like they're using literally very heavy weapons. Like this isn't yeah. this isn't you know like like uh, going back uh, last week to wax work. You know when when um, right when Zach Galligan and the Marquis decide they're using was it rapiers like the little yeah. like the little yeah. skinny fencing swords. Like this exactly. isn't that. Like these are as you mentioned before, like dozens of of pounds worth of yeah. weapons. This <laughs> is this is like pure yeah. It's it's yeah. like. All you have to do is give it a little momentum and the sword's going to do the rest. Yeah. This isn't, I'm going to like poke holes in you with a, like with a fencing sword. This is, no. I'm going to cut you in half. Yeah. These are, these are used for lopping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this fight breaks out. There's, you know, Conan's takes in out several guys. There's blood everywhere. Valeria backhands the princess who then kind of, kind of snarls at Valeria. She yeah. like hisses at her. Uh, Rexor and Thorgrim arrive. 
And was it Thorgrim's got that gigantic war hammer? Oh, yeah, massive. Yeah, this huge it's... mallet. I probably just got done playing croquet with it. Yeah. Are he, he just I think he just won the grand prize at the carnival. Like he <laughs> Ding! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's so, no doubt that's what's going on. So Conan dumps the big ve- the big green vat of like pea soup and man hands down. Uh, Thorgrim accidentally hits a, a big pillar, which allows the heroes to escape. Uh, and then we get one of my favorite sequences in the movie, Oz, where um, Conan's got the princess over his shoulder. So he and the princess and Subutai make their way out while Valeria is covering their retreat. And yeah. she takes out like half a dozen guys on her way oh, yeah. out, all in one like continuous shot. Yeah, she definitely holds her own. There's no, yeah. there's no step down from Conan to to Valeria. I mean, she's just as formidable. So they're making their escape. They're on horseback, and Doom and Rexor and Thorgrim kind of step out of this this rever- this this entrance in the back, which kind of overlooks this valley. Doom takes a snake out of his pocket, Oz, uh-huh. <laughs> and he looks at the snake and just tells it, "Seek." I know, he's so he's so cool. Yeah, he <laughs> st- straightens the snake into an arrow. Yeah, f- fires the snake arrow. Which hits Valeria on horseback. You know, they're at a they're at a dead gallop there. Oh yeah. Uh, so they get to some uh, to some point far enough away. Valeria says, "The wizard, I told him I would pay the gods," and she dies. Yeah. Oz. she I'm dies. So, I'm so cold. <laughs> Let me breathe my last breath into your mouth, Jack. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the scene in Loaded Weapon where Kathy Ireland, oh, yeah. Kathy Ireland's character is <laughs> got shot. like bags of ice. I'm under so feet. cold. <laughs> yeah, there's bags of ice, and he takes them and throws them. Oh, thanks. That's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it. It was a little eye rolling. But yeah. It's like, oh, I'm so cold. Well, again, Which, obviously, I've never been near death, but I wonder, like, are are people near death? Do they get cold? I don't know. <laughs> Like your blood, your heart is still working. Your blood's yeah. still pumping because you're not dead yet. But I don't know. It was just a crisp, and, crisp night. Yeah, that makeup, <laughs> that that body makeup they put on wasn't holding the heat very well. It's true. So cold. So Conan burns her body on a pyre. Subutai's crying, and the wizard asks him, "Why are you crying?" Well, he is Conan. He won't cry, so I cry for him. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, and Thanks, even Subutai. then, they're like, even you know, like the wizards, like you're like. That fire's not going to burn up there. Like, I mean, we're talking the windiest of windy. Like, yeah. it is gale force winds. And, uh, and of course, Conan, nope. Conan is stronger than that. Crom. Crom. Stronger than that. <laughs> so, the next day, Conan uh, kind of thinks, contemplates as the princess, who's, for some reason, to, to secure the princess, they tied her up by her wrists to a big rock, Oz. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like the bad, like the way the bad guys would keep someone secure. Oh yeah, yeah. If there were train tracks, he would have secured her safety by tying her to the tracks. Yeah, exactly. She won't get away from there. <laughs> right. Well, no, nothing wrong could go. Nothing bad could go wrong. Whatever. Anyway, move on. So Conan Subutai, <laughs> mumbling. <laughs> whatever. Shut up. So Conan Subutai and the wizard prepare for for an, for the incoming or the, the the attack that's on its way. They're sharpening sticks. Preparing their lair among the rocks, prepping all these weapons, including a gigantic. Not the first time. Not the first time this month that Schwarzenegger is going to prepare his 
the battleground home alone style. <laughs> they throw some matchbox cars on the ground. Exactly. <laughs> like, they set a bunch of Christmas baubles and ornaments down. Like, we'll get them. <laughs> Tie some paint cans to some rope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know where we got the blowtorch in the hand in the, the doorknob, but that, that worked here too. <laughs> Put an iron at the top of the laundry chute. <laughs> exactly. So uh, Thorgrim, Rexor, and about 20 men and horses approach as against these three, the three heroes. Yep. Uh, Conan prays to Krom, asking for revenge, because that's what you pray to a god You for. do. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. With Krom. And if he can't answer his call, well then to heck with you. Yep. So Conan's axe in a guy, Subatai's spear in guides. On a couple occasions, Conan cuts off horses' legs. A couple of times. Yeah, a couple of times to bring guys yeah. down. Quick strikes from the rocks. They got the home field advantage here, Oz. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. The wizard spears a guy who was about to kill Subutai, and then the, the wizard kind of falls over on his back like a turtle. Kind of a funny little sequence. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. He couldn't get back up. I did it with my spear. <laughs> uh, Thorgrim, the big guy with the giant hammer, sets off that big uh, that big spike thing. Like It's like a big oh, yeah. sp- spring-loaded spike. And it whips yeah. around and just impales him through the chest. Like yeah, he thinks he's, he, yeah, he thinks he's got one of them, like, from behind hiding. But, like, Conan had set the trap by just, like, laying a helmet there on top of the spring. So, yeah, he, he does the old carnival trick. He hits, you know, he hits the hammer and, uh, and it springs. And, like you said, he just impales himself. Yeah. So next time you're at the carnival, folks, make sure that... that uh, careful. Yeah. Careful. Check your surroundings <laughs> yeah. before you drop Make that sure mallet. there's no giant spring-loaded spikes on the other side of that <laughs> bell. Because they'll get you. They will. <laughs> uh, Rexor and Conan duel. Rexor's the only one left. Again, he's the second in command. And Rexor, he knocks down Conan. He's about to strike a killing blow when Valeria shows up, back from yeah. the dead, dressed yeah. as a Valkyrie. I think it was I think it was Dazzler. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Alice thought I, heard, I thought I heard ABBA and there was just a disco ball yep. and yep. Allison Blair. Dazzler shows up. Blinds Rexor. <laughs> Do you want to live forever? Oh Lord. Then Conan strikes several killing blows on Rexor. Yeah. And then he finally falls over. Conan picks up Rexor's shattered sword, realizes it's his father's sword. Rexor's had his dad's sword this whole time, Oz. Yep. What do you know? <laughs> wow. Crumb. <laughs> <laughs> and the distance... So Doom was there the whole time. He, yeah. He knocks another snake arrow, goes to fire it at the princess as she's pleading for him not to. Subutai runs up with a shield and blocks it. Yeah. So the prince thinking, Subutai. Yeah. So the Subutai saved her, despite the fact that uh, that she thought that Doom was there to rescue her. Right. Nope. nope. He so, was not. So he proved himself to the princess that he's not who, who she thought he was. So back at the fortress that night, Doom is addressing the people, Oz. He's at the top of this this big staircase. It's kind of a, it looks like a big escalator. It does. It's like they're at the it's, air. It's, it's like on the way to uh, David Lopin's wedding. <laughs> 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 Thulsa Doom is a guest of honor at Lopan's wedding. He just didn't make it. That would make sense. I could see Thulsa Doom showing oh, up at yeah, Lopan's they're, wedding. They're, they hang out together. <laughs> <laughs> they trade stories. <laughs> so the Conan and the princess sneak in because who better to bring with, you know, to break yeah. into the enemy's stronghold than this princess. Uh, shirtless Conan sneaks up behind Doom, who turns to him. Doom says, you know, I give you the will to live. 
the wellspring from which from which you flow calls conan a son oh um, this this is is this the talk that i mentioned earlier was it here instead of then it was kind of mentioned at both times i think okay okay um conan br- brings the shattered sword and he, ends up, and he ends up lopping doob's head off three whacks yeah lops it off holds it up for the followers tosses it down the stairs uh he drops the swords the Doom's acolytes kind of extinguish their fires. And they all walk off. Conan takes this like fireball container thing and like yeah. like hammer throws it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> he's, uh, he's an Olympian now. Yeah, so burnt, Mr. Olympia actually. Yeah, burns down the fortress. Conan carries the princess off, and then we get to, we we cut to an epilogue of old Conan sitting on the throne. It says the princess got back. It, it, the wizard says in time. Uh, he he became a king by his own hand, and that's it. Whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Conan the Barbarian, folks. Right, Conan the Barbarian. Yep. So at this point in the show, folks, we give our own unique rating to the film we've been yapping about. In this case, 1982's Conan the Barbarian. Oz, how would you rate this movie? Um, crumb. There's my rating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was I have doubt for my rating was gonna be lots of grums, but you took mine. So <laughs> So we could agree on the same rating. So yours okay. was just crumb, mine was lots of crumbs. Right, lots of crumbs. Little bitty crumbs. Crumbs, crumbs of crumbs. Sweep up those crumbs. I'll go with, with two two knocked snake arrows. How about that? That works. To go along with crumb. Crumb. Next up, folks, we got Outside Insights. This is where Oz and I take our scouring of the interweb in which we found some unprofessional review left somewhere publicly and which we make fun of said review. Oz, what's your Outside Insight? Uh, I got a half-star review by Billy S. 20 on Letterboxd. The Uh, Billy. Is that Billy Squire? I think so. I think it's Billy Billy Squire 20. Billy Squire 20. Yeah. Uh, posted on July 20th of this year. Mm. Uh, he says, so, so, so bad. Shows just how advanced Star Wars was two years before. So, <laughs> despite... Uh, <laughs> so, yes, I understand that both of them take place a long time ago. However, one of them was supposed to be this, like, advanced, like, space travel-esque sci-fi whatever. Mm. And the other one is designed to take place in a desolate landscape of pre or pre civilization. Uh, so it's not quite fair. <laughs> Billy S to be like, well, star Wars is so more advanced. Like they had spaceships <laughs> and lasers and guns. And this movie just had swords. Like, come on. <laughs> that, that X wing that Conan was in just didn't, right. <laughs> didn't compare right. with a new hope. Yeah. Right, it's like, how do you compare those two things, Conan and Star Wars? Like, <laughs> just doesn't make any sense to me. I oh, can well. see the cord on Conan's lightsaber. It's just not even fair. Conan's sword doesn't even light up. Shut up, troll! <laughs> right, Billy oh. S twenty. So that's that's my. What's your outside insight? My outside insight comes from the Internet Duke Movie Database. This is Daniel Carlson twenty five left in uh, in two thousand one. So. 20 years ago, but I got 20 years after the film came out. Uh, the, uh, 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10 right. review. The headline is, the worst film I've ever seen. Ooh. Ooh, the question. 
Mm-hmm. Terrible. So he's act. asking us. Yeah, he's asking us. <laughs> like, 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 like I keep a catalog of all the movies he's seen. Yeah. So it's up to <laughs> it's up to us to validate his his, right. his question. Terrible Sorry. acting, especially from Arnold. Bad footage and camera angles. Unrealistic, plastic, unemotional, brutal, boring. Too long for being this kind of a movie. Bad action scenes. Even the music is unacceptable. Some mm. pr- some pretty girls. <laughs> some of them some pretty girls I want to find a positive one of the worst films I've seen one out of five so just for, for reference going to the back here this person used IMDB's 10 point rating scale and gave it a 2 out of 10 and then within the review rated it a 1 out of fra- 5 he, he yeah. reduced his fraction now, it, it's, okay. it, the math does check out there However, yeah, he, simp- <laughs> he simplified his fraction it's fine this movie was this. it was better than 1 out of 10 yeah he simplified it, yes. Yeah, he simplified his fraction. I can respect that. Yep. <laughs> Lisa's math stayed consistent. Nice job. Yeah, so if it was a 20 point, it would have been 4 out of 20. Right. I give this movie a 20%. <laughs> I give this movie a 10 out of 100. Right. <laughs> no. No, no, it would have been a 20. 20 out of 100. There we go. Yes. Yes. 10 out of 50. There you go. That's so. where I was going. All right, Oz, it's that time of the show that our listeners have been waiting for, the three, two, one, in which Oz and I each share three goods, two bads, and one, huh, about the movie in question, in this case, 1982's John Milius-directed Conan the Barbarian. Oz, what are your three goods? Uh, My first good is in line with the amount of violence. We've referenced it a few times here. Uh, Violet movie is whatever, uh, but to me, honestly, the most violent part of this movie was the sound of Thulsa Doom's head as it's bouncing down the steps. Like everything else is, I mean, you, you know, we've seen heads lopped off, you know, it it happens. You watch, but, but this one for me is just when, when Conan just kind of tosses that head over the, over and it just hits the steps and just slinkies its way down. For me, it sounds like you're hitting a cantaloupe with a baseball. Yeah. Yeah, but for me, it's like that. That there is might be the most violent part of this yeah. movie of just the complete disregard for what he just did. He took a person's life out of vengeance, but then just was it was so meaningless to him. He just tosses the head, and we hear it rolling. Nobody's screaming or whatever. So that's my first one. It's just the sound of Thulsa Doom's head as the it's sound bouncing, of a sound of a decapitated head as it's bou- bouncing down the stairs. The second is having the wherewithal to just let Arnold's physical presence dictate his character. Yeah. Um, we're not here. Nobody is here to listen to Arnold speak. And while he did have some lines, it's it's about that physical presence. Yeah. And so uh, that's my second good. And my third, and we've mentioned it a couple of times, just the score. Yeah. The music and the score of this movie I have in my notes is it, it's, it's the rug that ties the room together. Hmm. Like, yeah. You know, epic movies don't work without an epic score. And this this really is a space-filling, room-filling score. And it just, it really solidifies mm-hmm. the the vision and scope that they're going for. Yeah, love them. Agree what with What about all you? Them. What about you? Oh, uh, let's see. My first good, uh, it's despite, you know, John Milius's Milius-ness, you know, yeah. again, as we mentioned earlier, he tells a good story, he especially does. visually. So it's I thought it was well-edited. I thought that uh, it it told a story without having to use a lot of dialogue. Uh, yeah. Not that the story was was deep or or anything like that, but it didn't need to be. Well, well, unless you're trying to look for subliminal messaging, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in our bads. Yeah. Um, 
but again, overall, it's it's a well told fun story. Right. Uh, my second one, I love that sequence when they're escaping from uh, the Mountain of Power, and it's Valeria, and she's she's covering everybody's exits, and yeah. there's just guys coming at her from everywhere. There's guys jumping at her from like from on top of platforms. They're coming at her like two at a time, and she's just taking them out left and right. Oh yeah, and she and she is ruthless in how she does it as well she's pretty ba yeah she is that's that's yeah i actually have that in my notes exactly at one point she comes across two guys coming at her and she takes her sword and like pats it in her in her bare hand like like come Uh on and get some yeah and then she proceeds to take them both out yeah because she didn't want to live forever nope and well she didn't yeah (laughs) and uh my last one let's go with uh the set designs especially like the snake imagery they did a great job Kind of, kind of selling the bad guys, bad guys ness, just oh, with yeah. the set designs and you know how how opulent you know uh, of a lifestyle that Doom and his his subordinates led, and it just it it I, I don't know, I just I thought it enhanced the bad guys character without having to add to the dialogue and whatnot. Right, like you could see who they are. Yeah, you could see. Yeah, I agree. The lifestyle yeah, they, they live. It, yeah, outside of that opening sequence where they rush the village and you know and and do what they did, like. Doom wasn't being a villain. Like you just realized the setting he was in is what made his villainy apparent. Yes. So those are my three goods, Oz. What are your two bads? Boy, it sure was nice. Everybody spoke English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's my first bad. And it's granted, it's fine because this is a this is a low-hanging fruit in turn. This, no one's going to confuse Conan the Barbarian with an intelligent movie. And so, um, you know, you let a lot go. But yeah, like there was a lot of space travel. Not literally space, but a lot of land and, mm. and everything. But everybody spoke English. Uh, so that was nice. And second is, um, uh, as much as I like Valeria's character, her consistent... Do you want to live forever? <laughs> I can tell you were rolling your eyes even as, yes, when, as I was mentioning them. Yeah, and and she got a lot of recognition, you know, as an actress for this role. Like she was up for different awards, and mm-hmm. uh, but her just do you want to live forever? And then mix that with her ghost warrior presence yeah. at the end of the movie. I know it was written in there, and it was foreshadowed, and it had to happen. I get that, but it still was. It's like, uh, yeah, all it's right. a little a little eye rollingly. Yeah, yeah, all right. So those are my two bads. What about you? Uh, my first bad, I thought the ending was way too easy when um, the princess and Conan went back to uh, to the fortress. Yeah, like they had to they had to sneak their way in. When it was him, Valeria, and Subutai, they had to sneak their way in, use stealth, um, you know, and and really, you know, have to keep a low profile. And then they, they then they had to fight off like dozens of these these guys mm-hmm. there. And he shows back up and just walks in. Yeah, like he's, he's just up, he's just up there on stage already. Like yeah. he had backstage passes or something. <laughs> he used the dumb waiter to get up there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he shows up, you know, with this like teenage girl in tow, and they just walk right up, and nobody yeah. confronts him along the way. And he just gets right they, to do it. they had just killed everybody that was going <laughs> to confront them. <laughs> I guess at the yeah. rocks. Uh, my other bad is uh, that this movie is fiction. Um, yes. For for those out there who take movies like this too literally, that's where things can go wrong. Again, this movie mm-hmm. is, um, and it, I I have a feeling that the film some of the filmmakers might say otherwise. But if you take a film like this too seriously, that's when you end up getting charged for treason, Oz. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Movies like this, you know, it's again, if you take it too literally, that whole like self-made man individualism yep. above everything else. You can only trust your weapon. Yep. Exactly. So these are movies that again, go watch them, have a good time, enjoy yeah. it for what it is, but try not to find anything deeper meaningful here because if you do, that's yeah. where folks get in trouble. Well, and it's it's kind of odd because, you know, we talk about this now and, you, I mean, you bring up a, a great point. Um, but, like, for years, like, horror movies are the ones that get put in the spotlight of, you know, watching horror movies leads to this type of behavior. When, in fact, it's movies like this and Rambo mm-hmm. and it's it's those kind of it's those kind of films where the weaponry is realistic based. Like, um, I'm not saying that, like, horror films have never inspired behavior, but uh, the but it's really difficult to haunt someone's dreams on purpose, uh, you know, because you saw it in a movie. But it isn't very hard to take a message like, you can't trust anyone, you can only trust your weapon. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that is loud and clear, stated right there, to a child early in this movie. So you just wonder how many other times has the same kind of message been shared from a father to a son um, and in the woods, you know, or at the army surplus store or, you know, something like that to where that's the kind of stuff that does influence, influences behavior. And, and those movies like this and Rambo and, uh, you know, other movies of the ilk, they, they get, those are the ones that get kind of ignored because, um, you know, you can, you can glorify it as like, well, that, well, I mean, John Rambo, he's an American soldier. Like we can't talk negative about an American soldier, but we can talk negative about Jason Voorhees, you know, because he's not real. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's, that connection is sometimes too realistic. And we've got real life people out here that, are suffering from the same issues that a John Rambo suffered from yeah. that, and are, Oh, okay. I could do this too. Yep. Vengeance is, uh, contagious sometimes. And mm-hmm. we, we, we project, we project our values onto that. Yeah. Especially then, as, as you mentioned before, when we self victimize too, that that's when yeah. everything really coalesces. And then we put ourselves in a bowl of, of mob mentality and group think. And yeah. then suddenly it's, it's one idea running for everybody and and everyone's too blinded to to step aside and look at what's really happening you know like and and obviously don't want this to happen on the extreme other end too but like when when conan you know lops off doom's forehead or forehead his head at the end of the movie like that that action is like that's what woke everybody up Mm -hmm. like oh well my the man i'm following is no longer followable so all right, I'm going to go home. You know, <laughs> the spell's been broken and I'm off. And, uh, and it's, you know, but I, yeah, I, I think that's a, a very valid and, and excellent point to make. All right. So Oz, what's your one, huh? For Conan, the barbarian. Um, did he get breaks as a child? Uh, <laughs> was he not allowed to eat, sleep, use the bathroom? Like, you know, it would have been believable if like every, like, back shot of him pushing that you see like streaks of like defecation running down his calves <laughs> you know so we're like oh he did go in him but it's like there's no way that he pushed that wheel for like 20 years straight without stopping 
He's built like he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's my huh, is did he not get any breaks at all? Like, how did he stay alive? Determination, <laughs> I'm sorry. Determination is not going to keep you alive. Vengeance is not going to keep you alive for 20 years without, you know, normal sustenance and sleep and water. And uh, But I, it didn't appear that he got it. You know, most people think that, you know, like labor laws came out of the Industrial Revolution and, mm-hmm. and things like that. It, it came from the Wheel of Pain. It did. Uh, so, yeah, not not the only political contribution yeah. uh, that Conan the Barbarian made. Sometimes they made him for good as well. Yeah. yeah. That's not, now, the Wheel of Pain is now unionized. Yeah. That actually, they filmed this much like Richard Linklater. They filmed this over a 20-year span. Yeah. That actually was Arnold Schwarzenegger as a child at the beginning of this movie. And they just had him push that wheel for yep. 20 years and then they uh montaged it into like mm-hmm. 15 seconds yep <laughs> the, f- the five-day work week the 40-hour yeah. work week goes <laughs> goes back to the hyborian age there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah you call the original is called the crom act <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's see my huh i actually have two i'm gonna throw out a quick one just because because okay. I, I think it's funny and i think you'll like it uh in the beginning why does Thulsa Doom have tiny bangs, and why did he cut them? <laughs> he, <does. laughs> he was he was he was very like uh, like um, oh uh, oh like Fred Armisen in like an SNL yeah, sketch, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> very straight across. Yeah, <laughs> very tiny bangs. That's actually what he was mad about all these years. Yeah, he was just... he, Conan's mother was his hairdresser, and he got teased, mm-hmm. and so he came back to, to see it was. It was left in the cutter room floor, but that's really what it was. Yeah, he, he finally finally went to Supercuts and got that taken yeah. care of. <laughs> right. And then he had to take out his former hairdresser. <laughs> so my real huh is, what was in that soup? <laughs> <laughs> split, it was split pea. I mean, were they actually going to drink it? Like, at some I, point, I don't know. At some point, somebody ladled a hand out and somebody took it. And I swear they took a bite out of it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I agree. It was very runny. Yeah. Like, there was yeah there wasn't much thickness to it so it, it was not you know it wasn't like a like a, like i said a split pea soup or a cream of mushroom or something like that no it was it was very brothy yeah and uh <laughs> i think where did the green come from i think it was like it was like wheatgrass like blended wheatgrass it must have been yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's very <laughs> healthy it took a, yeah a couple of wheat shots at yeah. jamba juice yeah a lot, a lot a lot of fiber a lot of b vitamins yeah yeah plus the protein and yeah the, uh, the, the human yeah that, human that's, body that's you gotta have your protein in a good soup you know it's and yeah Sometimes you use beef, sometimes chicken, sometimes, you know, human hands. It was hot man water. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, folks, that's Conan the Barbarian. Oz, what do we got in store next week? Oh, we're going to come back next week with another 80s Arnold classic. We're going to watch Commando. Yeah, we are. Oh, I love Commando so much. Another movie that, again, just don't read into it too much. No, just no. enjoy it for what it is. Easily could have been directed by John Milius, but yes. it wasn't. Uh, but no, do not... Basically, don't read into any 80s Arnold action yeah. film. It is purely there for action purposes. You could say the same about Schwartz or about Stallone. Yeah. Like We could have done an 80s Stallone month and had basically the same sort of movies. Um, it's just big action based movies and that's it. Mm-hmm. Have fun and go home yeah. and hug your wife and, you know, play with your kids and smile. It's yeah. okay. Like you don't have to be like, Oh, I'm going to go do that now. Yeah. Um, well, that's what a man is. So I didn't. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. If you look at Schwarzenegger and think that's what a man is like, how many of us can actually compare? <laughs> like it's Schwarzenegger. Well, speak for yourself. 
And he's not, well, I tried earlier, but like I said, I'm built more like, more like John Candy. Um, but, uh, but no, we're coming back with Commando, another in and out action fest where it's very unbelievable that any of these people can actually put up a fight with mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, but that's part of the fun is to watch Vernon Wells try to convince <laughs> us that he's a formidable foe. We go in, we kill. <laughs> So, uh, but it is fun. I, I love Commando. Yeah. It's, I won't say it's an underrated movie because I think it gets proper recognition. <laughs> so it's, but, um, it's rated. It's a rated movie. It's rated. Uh, <laughs> R to be specific. <laughs> but it is, uh, it is, it's, it's one that I've probably the eighties movie, eighties Arnold movie that I remember the most fondly. I think I probably watched it the most. Well, I, th- I think um, it, it's the most '80s action movie that there is. Oh, like for like sure. if I you mean, were if you were to say like, give me your your prototypical '80s action movie. It's right. Commando. It's Commando. It's Commando. Which is why it doesn't. I don't think it, it doesn't get talked about as much because it like it. It's made in the '80s. It takes place in the '80s. Like it just screams '80s all over the place. Yeah. Conan was made in the '80s, but clearly did not take place in the '80s. And you could say the same thing about uh, Predator. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, you could probably extrapolate Terminator to a different time zone yeah. uh, or a different time frame. You know, like all of these work, but it's like Commando only works in the '80s. Yes, like malls and Porsches, and it's like it's '80. Radon Chong and you know, Valverde and it's, it's just, it's eighties all over it. Eighties all over it. So that's what we're watching next week for Looking sure. Looking forward Commando. to it. Oh, I love Commando. So, uh, but yeah, that wraps up Conan the Barbarian, uh, for the first week of eighties Arnold month and season two of let's talk about flicks, uh, episode 53, 53. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week uh, with Commando. Social media, you know where to find us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we are on Patreon. There's a link below. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast app. Uh, and we're just going to keep rolling through these because we got, we've got, with the exception of February of next year, we've got we've got the next full season already laid out. Yeah, we do. Um, that's, that's how much preparation we put into making sure we keep you guys happy. So we are, we're going to have guests this season. Special guests. What? Special guests. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, like you said, higher budget allows us to bring in free guests. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Upgrade the CGI. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Holographic guests, I yep. think, is the goal. <laughs> we're, uh, gonna have, we're, gonna have, we're gonna have three. We're gonna have 3D Chuck Heston here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Share your thoughts on Conan the Barbarian. So. <laughs> um, but no, that's it for this week. Let's talk about flicks. I'm Oz. I'm Curtis. And we'll catch you next week with Commando.